Welcome to Discover Grace Podcast, a podcast made for finding God's grace in a disgraceful world. Youth pastors Garrett Lamb and Dalton Dickerson will be discussing practical truths and convicting topics from God's Word. Join us in striving together to build a stronger love for God and love for others. Thanks for joining us today on Discover Grace Podcast. It's great to be here with you, with Garrett Lamb. Um, we're looking forward to a great podcast today. But before we begin, I'd like to talk about some things that be going on, have been going on in our life. And uh, here recently, I Garrett, I just went skiing for mm-hmm. the first time with my nice. my in laws. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It took me it took me about an hour hour and a half to to kind of get it. Yeah. Um, but I got some great great uh, stories there. As soon as I walked into the the ski lounge and I walked outside, uh, the first thing that I saw were five or six um, medical <laughs> medical team flying in, you know, with these skis on, and they have a stretcher, and there's this guy who's not moving at all. Okay? Oh man, that makes you feel uh, confident. I was like, man, this this is gonna be a great day. Tomorrow, and then yeah. Oh no, I didn't say that. <laughs> oh man, then we're on the ski lift, and shortly after, I saw a guy ski kind of fly down the hill, and this guy's walking, and he has his arm curled up. And he's holding his wrist. And I just hear the person working on the ski lift say, are you okay? And the the, the guy said, no. <laughs> I guess he broke his hand. But uh, wow. I mean, we had a great time. Um, picked it up, uh, I, I feel like, pretty quickly. And, and yeah. uh, definitely fell quite a bit at the beginning. But mm-hmm. really enjoyed it by the end, kind of flying around. Yeah. But yeah. the reason I say all that is we drove up there and drove back. And I don't know about you, Garrett, and uh, the listeners. But every time I go on a trip, me and Gwen, we pray in the car. Mm-hmm. Ask Lord to keep us safe from Iraq, uh, keep our car running smoothly, and uh, just put his hand upon us. And uh, we got to see that firsthand. I'm driving down the road, and I, I, I'm just I'm usually looking for deer out in the mm-hmm. fields while I'm driving, usually if it's about you know getting close to dark. And I'm just I just remember looking over to the right, and there's this really deep ditch. And I just see this car in the ditch, and I'm like, oh, wow, man. And I look, and, and as I'm driving by, I see a guy just kind of hunkered over in that car <laughs> and i'm like when there's someone in that car and uh, we're driving and then next thing you know there were cars parked on the side of the road and they were headed over there to to go help that guy and they had just gotten in a wreck okay wow. so that happened and then on the way back we're driving down the road there's construction on our left on the interstate and there's this dump truck and he's lifting his uh uh, his lift there and uh, the dump is going up and uh, or the bed of the truck is going up and it hits mm-hmm. this wire right in front of me and snaps it two or three of them electrical uh, line and just kind of plops on the, the road bounces i dodged it and the car behind me got slammed by it um and <laughs> wow. everyone stopped and so it was just kind of crazy you know two instances where there's something going on right in front of us yeah uh, overall we got out of there safe. No ski accident. No car accident. Uh, it's good to be back in Tennessee, though. Yeah, that's that's a blessing. That that story just sounds like the most Dalton thing to ever happen. You know, like the <laughs> thing comes swinging that. down and it hit the person behind you. No, just yeah. saying. Praise no, the Lord, um, yeah. the Lord definitely protected you guys. Um, I went skiing for the very first time. I think when I was junior or senior in high school, and uh, I went over in Maryland uh, with my dad and my brother. And when we were there. Uh, first time I went really good, like did, did pretty good. I think, you know, getting on intermediate stuff by the end of the day and, um, just really enjoyed it. You know, it took me a little bit, like you said, just to get it down and, um, then fell throughout the day, but I felt by the end of the day, you know, I was ready to conquer anything. 
mm-hmm. but then it was like yeah. a year after I went that time to the next time. And my brother had brought his friend, my older brother, and I'm going around with them and they're like, Hey, you know, we're, we're going to go up this hill here. And, uh, I thought they were taking us to an intermediate course <laughs> and it was a black diamond. Oh my. And yeah. when you get up there, there's no way down. I mean, there's oh, no. no, that's, that's the only, that's the only option down. How'd it go? Uh, it went okay. I didn't fall. And so I, I feel like that, uh, that helped me out, you know, later on and I got that confidence back, but it's been probably, you know, four or five years since I've been now. Yeah. So I yeah, probably start over. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. So my car story from this week is, uh, you know, September, our main car that we use, it broke down and it's a, it's a make a long story short. It was waiting on a computer and, um, finally got in. And so we picked that up yesterday. So that was a huge blessing to get that back. Uh, but when I was on the way to, uh, the airport to pick up a rental car, I was going to take a rental car from here in Columbus area where we live, uh, to West Virginia, drop it off and then get my car and come back. And, uh, so I'm, I'm on the way to the airport and I have a Lyft driver come and pick me up. So it takes him like 10 minutes to find my place. You know, he, he can't find it anywhere. And I was like, just go to the entrance that you came in at. We're in the second building. And he just, he could not find it. So anyways, he, he finally gets there. I get in the car, you know, first thing he says, like, man, you don't have any luggage going to the airport. I was like, no, I'm just picking up a rental car. And then it's like silent for like two or three seconds. And then he's like, my brother got the death sentence yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm oh like, word. what in the world? This dude is crazy. So oh, he's man. he just does not stop talking, like all sorts of crazy stuff. So as you know, Dalton, I'm in the car and I'm texting you about about the podcast, and I'm like, hey man, can I call you? <laughs> this guy is crazy. <laughs> we talk on the phone a little bit, and then uh, so I get to the airport, and I go to the Enterprise. I have my ready pass already. Uh, go straight to the garage, and uh, start talking to the lady. You know, she gets me set up, and then. She's like, well, let me just show you to the car. And uh, so we're, we're walking over there and I was like, man, I just had the craziest Lyft driver ever. And she's like, really? And so I tar- start telling her a little bit about it. And then she's like, well, would you want a free upgrade on your car? I was like, yeah, why not? And I was supposed to get like a compact car, you know, like a, a Honda Fit or something like that, you know, <laughs> real small. Yeah, exactly. And uh, anyways, she upgraded me to a Dodge Challenger and it was, it was sweet. Yeah. Um, I will not say how fast I got it going, but it was pretty fast. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was awesome. So it's a nice. good Lord knows that I do not need a car like that or can afford a card like that because I would lose my license within a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. We, we had a friend in college, actually had two friends in college. I both had challengers or chargers. I'm sorry. And, yeah. uh, man, we, we definitely picked up some speed on in Chicago. I have some crazy stories about <laughs> about one of those guys uh, we, we were flying around but <laughs> anyhow but kind of getting to the podcast Garrett uh, we're excited about the topic today and this is something that's very controversial mm-hmm. and uh, as we go through it everyone has a different position uh, on it but the the topic today in our versus series is standards versus legalism so standards versus legalism and uh, and honestly when you think about a legalist or what legalism is that definition just so many people have kind of changed, but um, mm-hmm. when we look at legalism, uh, a lot of times uh, legalist is someone who uh, has higher standards than you. But uh, that that's how a lot of a lot of people kind of look at it. Look mm-hmm. at someone that maybe is a little bit stricter, and immediately just go to the word legalist. And uh, if you've been in Christianity anytime and you live by biblical principles, uh, I think you'll be called a legalist. 
and uh, or be grouped in that group. Um, so Garrett kind of talking about legalism, I know um, the definition, the term has kind of mm-hmm. morphed here and there. Uh, but why, why don't you explain kind of what legalism is to those that sure. might not know? Yeah, so legalism in its uh, context where it, original definition uh, would be talking about adding to salvation. And so uh, adding something outside of, uh, you know, the blood of Jesus Christ, you know, adding some sort of work that you have to do uh, to accomplish salvation. And so as we see in scripture, uh, the Pharisees, of course, were promoting tradition or their religious practices uh, over Jesus. And we see that in John chapter number six and seven, uh, as Jesus talks in John chapter number six about him being the bread of life. And then in chapter seven, uh, they start talking about, you know, the division amongst them and how, you know, Moses brought the bread down and, and Moses in the law, but Jesus saying, I'm the bread of life and uh, you have to follow me, eat of my flesh and drink of my blood. And the Bible says they could not understand it. Uh, and many went away that day because they were holding to the traditions and religious practices of Moses. And they were holding on to that law when the whole time it was Jesus from the beginning and always will be. Uh, and so that's that's what the term legalism in, in the beginning really meant. Uh, but nowadays and age, it's it's not really used in that sense. Uh, the definition has somewhat changed uh, to where it's it's really elevating your standards above someone else's is someone you know the way that they would look at it. Um, what I have down is you know your your now legalism is considered when you do anything uh, that is not necessarily dead found in scripture. Okay, so let me give you an example as a listener. Um, I believe smoking is wrong. You know any type of vaping, anything like that. Uh, I believe that is not biblical to do. Now, do I have a specific verse that tells me that smoking is wrong? It says, thou shalt not smoke. Uh, I do not, right? That That's not in the Bible. I'm not going to be able to show you a verse that specifically says that. Mm-hmm. But we can, we can take that principle, a life principle, and apply it to a biblical principle. You know, we should always take care of the temple of God, and our bodies are the temple. And that's, that's in all facets, you know, that's not just in, in smoking. Uh, you know, the Bible does talk about overeating. Uh, I think overindulgence in any area and it's elevating it above God. Uh, but in this particular sense, smoking, you know, it harms your body. You know, it's, it's not doing you any benefits. Uh, it is absolutely harming your body and your lungs. And, uh, I, it's a, it's a practice that's done, um, by the world. And so we can take biblical principle and apply it to a life principle and say that I should not be a smoker as a Christian um, because there's there's biblical practices that we can show in Scripture where I should not do that. So that that's what I mean by legalism has changed in the sense of someone saying that you cannot show me a verse where it absolutely spells it out. In some instances, even it, the Bible does spell it out, and they say, you know, there's some liberty there. And the Bible talks about Christian liberty. Uh, but that's that's where legalism is at at, at this point. And so, uh, Dalton, kind of talk about what a standard is in someone's life and uh, what that looks like in the life of a Christian. Yeah, and and kind of, and if I could kind of reiterate, kind of go back to that definition real quick. Sure. Um, and and Garrett, again, people that use the the term legalism or you're a legalist, mm-hmm. it, it they they use it in different ways. And and one way that that I definitely feel like in today's society, someone that they used to live by biblical standards or biblical principles and now have kind of gotten away from that 
maybe mm-hmm. say they never believed it. And now it's usually the disgruntled people, you know, um, right. people that are upset or they're mad about something. They'll look back and say, well, I was a legalist or I was in legalism. And when they say that, they're, they're talking about, I had to do all these things to earn God's love. And that's mm-hmm. what they they feel like. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of one of the definitions that people will use. I, I had to not do this. I had to, to do this. I had to make sure that this was what I was doing or, or what I was wearing. And, and I was only doing that to get God's love. And, and I hope, I hope if you're a listener and you're out there and you have some clear rules and we're about to get into standards in your life that you're not doing it for man. Yeah. You're doing it for the Lord, but you're not doing it. So he loves you more. Um, that's clearly taught in the Bible that God's love is unconditional. And, mm-hmm. uh, no matter what we do or what we don't do, we have God's love. Now, Garrett, we can get into a little bit later. I don't want to ramble off on it, but I believe mm-hmm. God's favor and God's blessing comes to those that, that live a disciplined life, that those yeah. that talk to him, those that abstain from certain things, I believe God's favor uh, or blessing, I guess, could come uh, mm-hmm. in those aspects. But we never have to earn God's love. And I think some people get a little confused and mixed up uh, with that meaning there. But kind of going on to, to what a standard is, um, and I don't know what book I, I read, but I've read a couple of books on the, the, the issue here and the topic, especially to explain mm-hmm. to our teens. But the best, probably the best kind of way to go about a standard that that I've I've read and, and kind of uh understood is that you you went through it perfectly with with cigarettes and, and t- kind of talking about that that principle there uh but there's a biblical principle in the Bible okay these are truths that are clearly taught uh the, the Bible clearly teaches us how to be pure okay or, mm-hmm. or to be pure to be holy uh if you're married to stay with your wife um if you're not married to to wait till you have a wife to be uh, to, to indulge in any type of sensual uh, sin mm-hmm. and or activity. And that's a principle. And as a conviction, that's something that I have claimed I'm not going to commit adultery or I'm going to stay pure to my wife. Okay. That's yeah. a conviction that I have. And that's something that I will do everything I can to, to make happen. And I mean, that's something, a conviction is something that that is strong, that you cannot change no matter what. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then you have a standard, and a standard is is kind of like a boundary or maybe a guideline to help you keep that conviction. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, Garrett. Yeah. So that means I'm not I'm not going to hang out in a room with with another lady. You know, I'm not going to shut my office door and hang out in there, talk for an hour or two. You know, because because I don't even want the wrong idea. Right. You know, Garrett, there's nothing sinful about sitting in a room with someone. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you could say, you know, abstain from the appearance of evil. But there's a lot of things that they are not necessarily evil, but I've set them up as standards in my life, so I don't break that conviction. Right. And and hopefully that makes sense. And basically, a, a biblical standard is a boundary, a guideline that you have personally set to help you keep that 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 belief, that conviction, uh, so you can honor that biblical principle. And Garrett, I, I don't know if that made sense to you, yeah. but but that's the best way I, I've ever heard it put. <laughs> I have standards in my life that I have. So I can keep uh, my convictions and I can keep that principle that God's clearly stating. Um, If you want to honor the Bible, you're going to have to go about it. You can't just live a life that has no boundaries, no guidelines, no guardrails. uh, Because I know me and I know that I'm a sinful person and I'm going to cross those guardrails. And so I need some things set up in my life, some standards to help me stay on the right path. Absolutely. And and I had written down. Almost word for word, what you had said there, Dalton. Okay. Um, I put down, you should have a set of boundaries that help assist you to do right. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it's absolutely how it should be. You know, we we know that there's biblical truths that we have to hold to. And I think you put it perfectly with with marriage. Um, but also, you know, I, I just wrote down a life principle. It's easy to to identify with things if we do them or we try to do them right. Um, mm-hmm. All of us, every single person on planet Earth knows that if you exercise, that you will feel better. And when you exercise, you know, it's it's a good thing for your body right? No one out there, you'd be crazy if you said, if you exercise, it's going to harm your body, right? That's, that's a truth. That is a dead set truth out there. Yeah. If you exercise and do it properly, that you will feel stronger. You will be uh, better off in your health and your mind and, and you feel better about yourself. Okay. Those, those are all things that are um, going along with, with an exercising, right? So if I want to apply to exercise every single day. Right. That's, that's my goal. Um, but I have a hard time getting out of bed. Uh, if I set my, I do. And that, that's something that I have a hard time with. Right. If I set my alarm, that'll help wake me up. Right. That alarm is going to help wake me up at the time that I need. But if I have the alarm right next to me and I can just hit the snooze button and stay in bed, I'm more than likely not going to do the right thing and get up and go to the gym. Now, some people might have better, uh, morals than I do or a better work (laughs) ethic than I do. And they might be able to do that. But I know that if I set my phone across the room, I'm going to have to get up and turn that alarm off. And then that will help me in getting to the gym and going and exercising. Okay. So that's, that's a life thing that we would do. When you put it to a biblical sense, we all know that there's truths that we should hold to. Whatever tempts you, right? That's a sin. Whether it be some people have a problem with stealing. Some people have a problem with with the different types of music that they might listen to. Some people do have uh, issues with, with lust and fornication. Uh, we know those are wrong. And to say, I'm just going to abstain from it. Well, that's, that's a great thing to do. You know, for me to make the decision, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow. But when I set extra things in my life to help aid me towards that goal, that's what a standard is in our life. It helps us to reach those goals of, of what God has set for us to establish in our lives, you know, and that's, that's what it is as a married person to be pure is some things might not necessarily be wrong. It's not wrong to have my alarm right next to me, mm-hmm. but it's not going to help me necessarily in getting up. And when I set those extra boundaries, it's helping me in doing right. And uh, you know, an- another thing that I see in scripture in first Corinthians chapter number eight, and we don't, we don't have time to go through the whole passage. There's only 12 verses. And so if you're listening to this podcast, I, I would highly recommend you go and listen to that passage. Uh, but it's Paul talking about uh, eating meats that are sacrificed to idols. And he's saying, you know, it's, it's neither wrong to take of that meat or to not take of that meat. Uh, but he does say in the end of the chapter that you should not do it if it were to offend a brother in Christ. Okay, so back in in Bible times, you would go to these markets and you would buy your meat from that market. And a lot of times those meats would be taken and sacrificed to different idols or they're known for that. Uh, But Paul pretty much says in the passage, you know, don't if you don't have to ask questions, don't ask questions, just eat the meat. Right. And uh, Paul says, you know, but if 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 that's going to hurt a brother in Christ then I am not going to do it. I do not want to be a stumbling block is where we see that scripture. And another verse that goes hand in hand with that, uh, that that Paul also wrote in Romans chapter number uh, 12, verses nine and 10, it says, let love be without dissimulation, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. 
Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honor preferring one another. And when you look at legalism against standards, there's a few questions that I, I have in my mind um, that I want to ask myself. And uh, I'll share those with you, Dalton, and, and the, the, the audience. You know, number one, you know, do I have scripture to back it up? And uh, do I have a biblical principle that I can point to, to why I have it set in my life? Uh, because I want the Bible to be the ultimate source of truth in my life. I, I don't want to live off of any other truths than, than the truth of the Bible. And what does it tell me to do? So number one, do I have a truth from the Bible that I can point to the standard that I've set in my life? Okay, secondly, am I doing this for man or am I doing it for God? And you kind of talked about this a little bit ago, Dalton, that when we're doing things for man, you're not doing them in a, in a righteous heart. Uh, you're not abhorring evil. You're worried about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And when I'm able to live my life in a clear conscience before God, some people have different standards than others. Okay. I, I know people that have a standard uh, that would be much higher than me. Right. Uh, but I don't think that's wrong for them to have that standard. That's between them and God. Now, when we have that standard, we should be pushing people to a person, not a position. Right. It's easy to push our position on people when it's just a, it's a standard, a biblical principle that we've set in our personal lives. Uh, But when we push people to the person of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit does that work in someone's life. Um, In my life, I've heard people say things that they do in their lives that that has helped me. Um, But I did not set them in place just because a preacher said to do it. I set it in place because I believe the Holy Spirit pricked my heart and said, maybe you should add that extra layer in your life, or maybe you should add that uh, stop and boundary in your life to help you out. And it's Holy Spirit. You have to be Holy Spirit led when you make these decisions. So you know, secondly, am I doing this for man? Or am I doing it for God? And then lastly, how am I showing Christ through this decision? Um, it's very easy, you know, especially as, as independent fundamental Baptists, you know, myself and Dalton, we, we hold strong to that. Uh, we know we, we are our independent fundamental Baptists. We're not shying away from it. Um, but, you know, we can see that not only our section of, of religion, if you want to say it that way, um, but other people that are in different denominations, everybody has there are people that uh, can kind of push the limits, right? And, and maybe be a little bit extreme on things. Uh, but that's going to be in any facet of life. There's always good and bad. So if you're listening to this podcast, I would assume that you are uh, somewhat of a Baptist, maybe not. Maybe you're just listening in and, and you're just curious on what we believe. But you know, any group of people has bad people in it. And when I am making a decision in my life, I want Christ to be honored in what I do. And how am I showing Christ through my decision. I don't want it just to be something I push down someone's throat because when I make people make decisions, it doesn't really do a lot of good. It doesn't have lasting fruit. But when I make a decision in my life, I want to be an example and a testimony of who Christ is and show that love and mercy. And also, you know, God has, God has different, he's not just all love and mercy. He's also judgment. He's a jealous God. He wants us to have him number one. And I want to show that in my life and be a good testimony. Um, and so that's that's really what the battle of standards and legalism, where I stand on adult, and just a few questions I ask myself um, when I'm yeah. going to make that type of biblical principle and, and decision in my life. Yeah, and and Garrett, you kind of kind of mentioned it. You know, sometimes there are going to be those that have maybe a higher standard than you, or maybe not as a high standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really comes back to you personally as a listener. We have individual soul liberty. That's in one of the Baptist distinctives. Um, you need to be fully persuaded in what you believe and what you do. 
And you need to take responsibility for that. And one day you'll stand before God. And that's what individual soul liberty is. But also you need to look at our life and I need to look at my life. I need to read the Bible. I need to study it. I need to look at the biblical principles that are in it. And I need to examine if I'm following them. If I need to change anything, I need to have a um, a pure heart to the Lord in my mm-hmm. life saying, Lord, is there anything that I need to change? That's really hard to do. It's easy to say, yeah. but to look down at my life and say, Lord, am I doing everything that I ought to? Am I honoring the biblical principles? Am I uh, performing what you'd want me to do? Uh, because ultimately, we always have God's love, right, Garrett? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's never going to change. But right. there's a principle throughout the whole Bible, prerequisites, John chapter 15, the the talking about abiding in Christ. Yeah. The truth is, you cannot be blessed by God living in sin. You just can't. I mean, right. you, God still loves you. That hasn't changed. <clears throat> but if you're living in sin, you're dishonoring God then uh, you cannot be blessed by the Lord. And it's simple. Go read John chapter 15, talking about abiding in Christ. If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Not that you are love, but you'll be closer uh, mm-hmm. to him. Um, if I uh, if I move away from, from my parents like I did in college, I have less opportunity to be blessed by them. And mm-hmm. if you get away from the Lord, you have less opportunity to be blessed by him. Okay. And yeah. uh, love doesn't change, but the blessing does. And I think that's important. And Garrett, yeah. one thing I'd like to say before before we end, yeah, there, there are going to be those that again have a higher standard, or maybe they 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 don't do something that you do. And one mm. thing, Garrett, maybe this is just a pet peeve, and and maybe I shouldn't say, it, but I'm gonna say it anyways. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, it's our podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I can say whatever I want. No, <laughs> um, no, but but what we see a lot of times, and what what I've seen, you know, especially now as a youth pastor, those that you know, maybe they they did follow, you know, the biblical standards that that their churches followed, and they maybe mm-hmm. just, you know, didn't know why they did. And then they 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 grow a little bit older, they listen to someone, uh, they get mad and feel restricted and kind of mm-hmm. turn their back on everything they knew. And you know, yeah. if you do that, individual soul liberty. I mean, you can, I mean, you can. Do whatever you want, but you're going to stand before God, you know, and you're yeah. going to face the consequences of your actions in this life. And and I believe uh, in the life to come, you'll be rewarded on on what you did and didn't do. But ultimately, if someone has a higher standard, don't mm-hmm. pull them down. Yeah. What we see is is those that maybe you stood strong on an area and now you don't. And you know what you do instead of just saying, okay, you know, I, I just this is not something I, I believe is strong in my life anymore. Whatever excuse or reason it is. Mm-hmm. Don't go and pull down other people. I, that's yeah. the, one of the worst things. Yeah. I, I feel like that that's wrong. And I know a lot of times people do it out of out of a good heart, thinking they're trying to help someone out. But mm-hmm. if someone has a higher standard than you, good for them. You know, right? That's okay. Um, if they want to do something that you don't, then fine, leave it. It's between them and God. And what what we've seen too many times are people that mm-hmm. they think they've arrived, and now I need to go pull down everyone and tell them why they're wrong. And right. convince them to to lower themselves to where I am. And yeah. Garrett, maybe that was wrong to say, but I feel like no. that's something that needs to be dealt with. Uh, I'm and- I'm 100 percent with you, man. I, I I believe that. Uh, I think it's easy, you know, when when someone else has a lower standard, or they might change on that standard that that we hold to, right? Yeah. Um, whether it be dress, music, whatever. Um, it, it's easy for them to pull the individual soul liberty. You know, I, I have the liberty in Christ, the love of Christ, and you do. But we yeah. also do as well, you know, and, and this is this is what we feel convicted and moved to do 
as a child of God to, mm-hmm. to really be, obey God as much as we want and should. You know, when, when we look at scripture, you, you brought it up, John chapter 15, also in John chapter 14, where it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that wasn't a Pharisee saying that. That wasn't one of the disciples saying that. That was Jesus himself saying that from his own mouth. And I think if, if Jesus emphasizes that in scripture, it's important. And I love how you said that with, with your parents, our, our parents, you know, as a parent now and, and you as well, Dalton, we love our kids oh, yeah. and there's, there's going to be nothing that, that will change the, the fact that we love them. Uh, but our love is even imperfect. We have a God that it, his love is perfect, but just because someone loves you doesn't mean that you're right with them. Mm-hmm. And God's always going to love you no matter where you're at. You could be in the worst spot in your life. You could be backslidden and away from God. God still loves you. But he's also a perfect, he has a perfect love and he's also a perfect judge. And a perfect judge is always going to decipher between right and wrong and make the perfect judgment on the actions that are taken. You know, David was a man after God's own heart. And all throughout scripture, we see David uh, praised by the Lord and and he does all sorts of things that God used at him or we used him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can also see where, where God had to punish David because of the right. sin that he committed. And I don't believe God's up in heaven looking down, just waiting to strike you with a hammer, you know, when you do something wrong. I I don't believe that. I know with scripture that God doesn't think that way. But when, as a parent, you know, when, when your child does wrong, you have to discipline them to show them that you love them. Mm -hmm. And with God, you know, I'm not saying if you step away from some of the standards that I might hold myself or maybe even you Dalton, but when you start to, to take that to the other side and there's ditches on either side, right? Where you start to say, you know, I can do whatever I want because God loves me and he'll forgive mm-hmm. me, you know, and, and I'll I'll go to church on Sunday and I'll keep what I'm going to do. But, you know, I'm just going to kind of live my Christian liberty out. And that's where Paul says, you know, you frustrate the grace of God. Yeah. You know, you, you're frustrating what God has given and set in place as a good thing. And now you've abused it and that liberty that he's given you. So, no, I'm I'm all the way with you. You know, I believe that it's it's easy if you step away from some things. And I would say, you know, in the course of my life, I'm maybe a little bit more mild than I was when I went to Bible college or maybe in Bible college, right? We, we, we can change and scripture can change us. And I'm not saying on big things, but maybe not as dogmatic or in someone's face about something. Right. Um, But just because someone might have that higher standard than me, that doesn't mean that I need to, to tear them down. You know, there's Mm -hmm. people that I have a TV in my home. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl on Sunday after church, right? I'm going to enjoy it. You're skipping church? I'll be at church. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we had to clarify that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be at church after church. Um, oh, okay, so yeah. I'll watch the Super Bowl. I'll have a good time, right? But some people believe a TV's wrong in their in their house. And for them, it's a it's it's a downfall for them, right? It's a temptation where they're they're going to get into something wrong. You know, good for you. That's that's yeah. great. I'm not yeah. going to I'm not going to say that you're wrong for doing that. You know, I don't hold that standard. But if you are fully convinced that God doesn't want you to have that in your home, I think that's great. You know, that's not a bad thing. And so, you know, when it comes to standards and legalism, it's very easy to just stamp the legalism stamp on everybody that has a mm. higher standard than us. But we have to take into perspective, really, what what does God want me to do? And, and how do I handle the love of Christ and also the other attributes of God, judgment, jealousy, all of it? Uh, all put together in, in the standard that I'm putting in place. And so Dalton, kind of give us your last thoughts um, on the podcast today. Yeah. And, and listeners, I've really enjoyed this topic. And uh, I know, I mean, if we brought on multiple people, 
we'd have people, you know, maybe that had different thoughts than, than us. And, and, uh, that's how it's going to be in life. You're gonna have people that are a little stronger on something than you. And we're not going to always line up hundred percent, not just on, we're going to line up on doctrine, but not, you know, maybe on, on standards or maybe things in our life that we've set, you know, me and Garrett do mm-hmm. things differently than each other and that's okay. Uh, but ultimately it comes down to setting a standard in your life and not being a legalist, as some would say, uh, is doing it for the Lord, um, doing it because you want to follow a biblical principle and you're convicted about it and, and having some guidelines in your life that you've set so you can properly obey the scriptures. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, study the Bible, um, listen to your pastor, or youth pastor. Those can be also guidelines for you. Um, people that you look up into that you look up to in your life, you don't have to do what they do, but those are great examples that God has set, set in your life. Mm-hmm. And one thing that, that you'll hear Garrett, as we close out, as people said, I'm just not convicted of that. You know, I've heard that so many times, yeah. um, you know, and, and I believe the Holy spirit works, but I also believe that we can grieve, grieve him and we can mm-hmm. quench the spirit. Uh, so I do believe the, through the preaching on righteousness, I think that's important. I think yeah. that preachers, pastors to preach on righteousness, because you know what? All throughout the Bible, you have people that you know, Paul, you have uh, James, they they taught on righteousness and they had to teach it because um, Ephesians, I believe it's four says, you have not so learned Christ. Um, mm-hmm. So we need to, to have read the Bible, examine the principles and establish some convictions and standards. Look at other people, examine their life and see the examples they have set before you. Talk to the Lord earnestly, and then through the preaching of God's word, uh, let that stir you up to do right. And uh, I believe that's very important. And again, we, we don't we don't have standards in our life to please men, to earn mm-hmm. God's love. Uh, we have it because we want to follow the Bible, we want to obey the Bible, and we want to make sure that we don't get off track. Mm-hmm. And so, as we examine standards versus legalism, be careful, as Garrett said, not to stamp that legalism stamp on everyone you see that has a higher standard than you. But also, let's make sure um, that we do have some some standards in our life that we're setting to follow the Bible. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I said earlier, I would encourage you to, to read 1 Corinthians chapter 8. And um, really what Paul demonstrates in that passage, I think if we're honest, Dalton, you know, a lot of us, we don't want to, that's level up Christianity, right? When we're considering other people before ourselves. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And and that's that's what is commanded by God. And and Paul reiterates that, you know, through his epistles that, you know, we should we should think of other people before we think of ourselves. And if it's gonna hurt a brother in Christ, you know, to do it, then it's just best for me not not to do it, you know, when I'm around them or uh, if it's gonna affect their ministry or affect them, you know, in a personal way then we just shouldn't, we shouldn't do that act or we should do yeah. something and add it to our lives. Um, and that's, that's really second level Christianity. I know that I have work to do on that, you know, and I would say mm-hmm. probably all of us do. Um, but I know for sure that we can do better, you know, and, and considering other people and yeah. be affectionate one toward another, you know, and, and just preferring one another before ourselves. And I've enjoyed the podcast today, you know, talking back and forth and, um, you know, shoot us any, any thoughts that you have through text messages. Many, many of you have my number and, and uh, Dalton's number as well. And if you don't, mm-hmm. you know, you can message us on our Instagram page and we'd love to answer any questions you have and uh, in any way that we can help, we'd love to be a blessing. Uh, but we appreciate everyone who listens and uh, joins us on the podcast week in and week out. And uh, we do this as a ministry just to uh, try to be a blessing to other people. You know, this isn't something we make money on. This isn't something that we're <laughs> trying to get famous with, right? 
Yeah. Um, we just want to be a blessing to people. You know, whoever listens, you know, we, we thank you for your listening and we hope we can be a blessing to you guys. But uh, signing off on the podcast today, we appreciate the time for Garrett and Dalton. Have a great day in Jesus.